Welcome back to PNP Power Talk. I'm Portia. And this is your boy Prince. And today we're going to be talking about environmental effects. Right. How does your environment affect your relationships? Personally, I'm starting to change my mind. I am thinking that I used to believe that environment truly had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to, I'm not going to say it has everything, but I'm going I'm to say it does change your personal perspective. And if you change your perspective, you could change your entire life. But I am a man that likes to believe I went against the grain especially when it came to environmental situations like where I grew up and the uh, people I hung around. And I, I would like to believe that I became my own person because mm-hmm. I am very different from a lot of people that I know. So when it comes to the environment, I'm starting to look at a lot more things that the environment has to deal with. That's like, let's just take, for example, children. Children that grow up in broken homes versus children that grow up in nuclear families. I used to believe that it was just them making choices and them just being who they was. But as I'm looking at my own son, I'm starting to see a little bit of a decline. What do you mean by that? Oh. all his life, he's been an incredibly intelligent child. He's always been smart. But I believe the like laziness is starting to kick in because, like me, I'm an extremely hard worker. But he don't see that every day. And I believe that's starting to affect him in a lazy kind of way. He don't see it every day from you? Yeah. Now, I'm not... Because his mom is a hard worker as well, Mm -hmm. but she's usually at home because she could work from her computer. Mm -hmm. So when he's out of school, she's at home and all he, he's really just left to himself in his environment outside of us to kind of shape his views in life. Like Mm -hmm. I said, his perspective. Right. Uh, Because he was having, like, it wasn't like a, bad problem but he was having like we had to talk to him about his school so I'm asking him why aren't you doing your work mm-hmm. like I, I just don't like it and I'm like I don't care <laughs> why aren't you doing it because you got to do what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and I truly believe and I'm I'm taking accountability for it I believe that me not showing him that whether you want to go to work and do what you're supposed to do every day or not, him not seeing it is starting to affect him to make him want to do what he want to do. Mm. And I, I I truly believe that, that that can be changed if I was around him more. Like, the environment of my presence will make him more of a hard worker mm. or more disciplined shall I say not necessarily hard worker okay and I guess I, I just didn't believe that before because I've done a lot of extra work on my own because of what I wanted to know like my knowledge base mm-hmm. and like I say he's always been smart 
I believe he was smarter than I was when I was his age. But I, like I said, I see a decline. And I believe it's because I'm not in his environment as much as I was when he was younger. Hmm. See what I'm saying? So you think the only way to fix it is to be in the home as a family? I, I want to say yes, because I do believe that. Mm -hmm. But... I also believe is whether I'm in the home with him or not, just more exposure. Like taking more time. Yeah, taking more time with him because I mean I have him on all of his breaks and all the weekends. Like we spend a good amount of time together, mm -hmm. but it's not the majority. Right. So, and when whenever he's with me, I'm teaching him something. I see his work ethic build. And his intelligence even rise while he's with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that his mama's not teaching him nothing, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't see a difference in what he's doing versus what I'm telling him. Okay. So if his mama is teaching him something, it's either the same thing that I'm teaching, or he's not taking those lessons on. And I know he take them on with me because, for one, he don't have a choice. For two. I know he fears getting in trouble. Okay. And his mama is a lot more lenient, which is why I say laziness. The leniency that she has may give him a thought process of, I got to pass anyway. Well, with me, I have no leniency. I don't care what you got to do. Get it done. It's, it's just a different mentality. And I'm not saying she's doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Because I believe she's an incredible, incredible parent. Right. But she's way more kind-hearted than I am and more forgiving. I'm not. I just, you have this lesson, learn it. <laughs> and now you have a time limit since you want to, you know, get a little lazy. Right. Now you have to accelerate this. And that's, that's an environmental thing. Like having that kind of pressure on you will either make you crack or make you stronger. Make you do what you're supposed to do more. Hmm. And like, what do you think about Like, Do you think that presence or just in that situation, what do you think an environmental shift or change should be or would it even be relevant? I mean, I think, you know, your environment definitely is important. Um, I definitely think that children are raised, going to be raised differently in a single parent household versus a two home, mm -hmm. two parent home. So, I mean, it does matter. It does matter, I, I think. But I mean, at the same time, when you say that, do you, that's where it kind of comes into play. Okay, do you sacrifice your happiness in life to make your, to give your kid that environment of a two parent home? No. I would I will not say that. I will say I will always tell a parent to do what's best for them. Mm -hmm. Even though I believe when people have kids, it's no longer about the parents. Right. But if the parent is miserable, that's a whole different environmental effect that will completely affect the children. Mm -hmm. So I do believe that you should have your happiness. Or at least, you know, be cool. You ain't got to be yeah. perfectly happy, but at least be cool. So, no, you have to do work 
for yourself. Mm -hmm. If I wasn't the man I like, if I didn't have the mindset that I have, because I do pour it into myself, mm -hmm. I truly believe I would have nothing for anybody else, including my son. Mm -hmm. And I believe the same thing with other parents. If you're not doing something for you to make your environment good for you, you just don't have nothing to give anybody else. I, and I yeah. believe that's more of an effect on a kid than, you know, nothing. Yeah, either. I hear you, but I think that's a slippery slope as well. It is. And I agree with you, but there still has to be work. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you can have, for instance, because you see it all the time, you see a mom sucking up a lot of abuse you know, and I'm not saying just physically, it could be emotionally, mentally, you know, and they're still holding it together in front of the children where the children are completely unaware, you mm -hmm. know, and the mother is, is there Silently doing everything. Yeah, but she's, hey, she looks happy in front of the kids. She's taking care of the kids. Mom and dad are great is what the kids see, you know what I'm saying? But she's doing it so that her children can have a two-parent home for that environment, for the loves, for the structure. You know, I can, I can understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that we as parents even understand how much they see. Mm -hmm. You can yeah. have a smile on your face right. and they'll know it's fake. Yeah. Poss yeah. Cause it's like, it's I'm, almost like a, a aura of uh, oh, it, it sadness really is. or hurt you or can anger. Smile. I can smile at you and be like, Hey, you know, you're getting on my nerves, right? Mm -hmm. Now, for me to just say it, they will know that I'm serious. You're getting on my nerves, even though I got a smile. I ain't got to yell. Right. But they they can sense how we're feeling. Yeah, I think that is true. Children have like a sixth sense about them. Especially That's when true. it comes to their moms. Now, I've, I've seen some struggling mothers try to hold it together. And I'm just like, it is all on your face. Your smile looks stressed out. Like, I, I can see it. Mm -hmm. Now, I know if I can see it, other people can. Other, I ain't gonna say other people. Your children know who you are. Right. And if you think you're gonna be able to be on that slippery slope and keep it together, good luck. <sighs> More power to you, but I think it will affect the kid. So, do you say, hey, maybe it's best that y'all. You know. It depends on the situation. I do believe in a nuclear family. I would love for the people to actually work with each other and on each other to get back to a good place. Mm -hmm. I'm all about healthy relationships, not just relationships for the sake of being in one. Mm -hmm. So if y'all just ain't for each other, if all y'all do is this and never come here, yeah, step on, step on the rate. Just step on the rate from each other. But if there's a possibility, if y'all could do a little bit of work, and if you know you've tried, mm -hmm. hey, what can you do? If you right. tried and you, if you put in no efforts, if you just like, oh my God, he got me chicken and I want a steak. I got to go. I'm not for that. <clears throat> but if y'all had conversations like real meaningful conversations where y'all tried to work out issues where and and this happens too often i'm not saying yelling at each other 
I'm not saying blame him or blame her for everything. I'm saying, look, this is how I feel. This is what I want. How can we get to there? Now, what do you want? How do you feel? Where do you want us to be? And if it's separate, it's separate. Mm -hmm. But if y'all could come to a common ground and keep the family together, I think I'm starting to believe it's more beneficial. And I say starting because, like I said, I'm seeing my son, my personal son, on a decline because he don't have us both as an influence at all times. Hmm. Yeah. Like I say, it's like you said, it's That's a slippery slope. When you're like apart, you have to make sure that you make every moment a teachable moment so that yeah, yeah, the but time is more. You know. I also don't believe that people get together to become strangers either. Something along the way happens to where y'all just kind of start drifting apart mm -hmm. and people, and people forget to come back. Yeah. And I, I like, I believe that was my problem with me and my wife or my mother or my child. We started drifting apart and neither one of us remembered, hey, we need to come back together. Mm -hmm. And we just decided to stay apart. Like I said, I thank God every day for that woman because she is one of the best mothers, baby mamas, and exes I've ever heard of in my life. I'm going to put her on all of those because <laughs> that's what she is. Yeah. She's the mother of my child. She is my baby mama. And the mother of your child and your baby mama is two different things because it's a mentality. Yeah. And she is also an ex. And... I couldn't have picked a better one. But me and her both, when we decided to separate, it was like, oh, he'll be just fine. Unfortunately, like I said, I'm starting to see a decline. And no, you know, it's not a shot to my son. Mm -hmm. It's not a shot to the mother of my child. It's not even a shot to me. I'm just seeing the environmental effects of how he was when we were together versus how he is now. Mm -hmm. Now, Let's, let's go to jobs. I believe your environment at your job will make or break you. If you have a horrible management system, if you got useless coworkers, you might as well just quit because there is no way you'll be happy. But is that important when you're trying to provide for a family? Yes. Like we said with the like I'm saying with the kids, your kids can feel your energy. Mm -hmm. They can feel if you are miserable going to work every day. And if you're miserable going to work every day, what makes them want to go out and get a job and go to work every day? Mama's miserable, daddy's miserable. I'm gonna be miserable too. I don't well, want to do that. That's why I said you make everything a teachable moment. You know, you're like, hey, you know, talk to your children. And I think that's a lot of the things that. People our age go through because back then in our environment, there was not a whole lot of conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially about feelings and, and a lot of guidance on a lot of the things that you have to talk to your children about today. You know? And I think that lacking in that environment, it, it definitely hurts. Because sometimes you don't know what you should talk to them about, how you should talk to them about it. See, is it appropriate? You know, it's just so many different see, levels. See, that would be my question. Like, what's the line? Yeah, I don't I don't think that there really is a line because I feel like 
you know, it's not a good thing to shield your children, but it, you also don't want to be the one to introduce them into crazy things. You know what I mean? So that's why I say if they see it, then you t you make it a teachable moment. Like, hey, that's not what you're supposed to do. You see that? Because they already see it. You know what I mean? So you so can't you take didn't it expose away. Them. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So you like, hey, you see that? That's not what you do. You know? Is there anything that like some toxic stuff that you would like? that happened to you that day that you will bring up to them like that will be you introducing it to them but you want them to learn this lesson i don't i don't i don't think i'll no i don't think I'll like I, I did what and i'm thinking oh about God. it I did. <laughs> what, is, what happened i don't know this person i don't know nothing about them i don't know their orientation but they confuse me and I was talking to my son about self-image and appearance. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, I don't know why it's always at Wally World, but we went to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pop into your head. <laughs> but we went to Walmart. And I saw, I saw a young man with skinny jeans on, a belt. His underwear showing a stain in his underwear, and I kid you not, I am not playing with you. This man had on a bonnet. I was all kind of angry and confused, and I I brought my son to like come here, son. This is what I'm talking about. This is not what you do. Have some pride. Have some self-esteem. Have some class. You ain't got to be dressed up to the nines all the time, but don't come out the house looking like this. You do not represent yourself. You represent me and your mama, and this is not a good representation. Right. Because he has a huge problem with getting his hair cut. He just don't like it. Mm -hmm. I don't care. It's going to happen anyway because he represents me and his mama. Mm -hmm. When he get old enough to do it on his own, he can have his hair however he wants. But while he's still my son and under my rules, it's getting cut. But he has a real problem. I'm just like saying this about your self-image. I don't care if you like it. You look better when it happens. Mm -hmm. You look presentable. I want you to be out here looking presentable to the world. You never know who you meet. You never know who will look at you and try to give you an opportunity. And I'm I don't tell him, I don't try to teach him lessons for him right now at his age. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to teach it for when he becomes an adult. Right. So I've I've seen situations where like I know a few millionaires and I'm talking to them and we are out and we're hanging out and I hear look at somebody like, you know what, I will offer them a job, but look at the way that they look. And if this person is offering you a job, you're about to get paid. And just because of the way they look, they were just like, I, I can't do it. And that's what I'm saying. You just never know. We have to, as a community, fix our self-image. But individually, I have noticed more and more that people just don't care. They want to be more different than look good. They want to be sure that they can be unique or, in my opinion, crazy versus presentable like it's more appealing to look like you ain't got no parents i don't get it and if that's just the fashion maybe i'm too old whatever like 
if I was a business owner and I was looking to hire somebody, mm -hmm. and if I don't see you out in the world looking like you want a job, I'm not going to think about hiring you. Mm. If I see you out in the world and you don't look like you will represent my company effectively, I'm not going to hire you. Like, I know I'm going to make a lot of people mad, but all these extra colors in your hair and stuff, that wouldn't make me want to hire you. Some of it look good on some people, but not everybody. I would much, more people would much rather see natural from what I hear. I mean, yeah. Now, if I you mean, want that crazy, you want that crazy. I understand there's, you know, something for everybody, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. Because I want, you know, said before, I wouldn't want somebody with green hair, you know, sitting at my receptionist's office, you know, greeting the people to come in, you know, just looking crazy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have to value and respect differences, uniqueness, you know what I mean? <clears throat> I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, everybody's walking around the same natural hair is like, what fun is that? That's, when it comes to business, it's not about fun. No, I just mean like in general, you know, everybody's Look, I, not going to just... I'm not saying people shouldn't be different, but it seems like it's not somebody doing something creative. It's people just not caring. I don't think, I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that they just don't care. Because I've seen some, some beautiful folks out here, nice dressed and everything with like light pink hair, but it's, it looks very beautiful and elegant. I don't know. Like pink, it it gotta be the person. Like it gotta work all around. So I had just gotta work on the face. Well, I was well, your face from your neck up is one whole spot that people look so at. So if she busted with the outfit, it's a problem. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying when it comes to like your hair, it's from your neck up. If your face and your hair don't match, people gonna be like, Nah, she shouldn't have did that. Like, not just for an example, and I know what makes people mad with this. When, when people have on the wrong wigs, all wigs don't look good on everybody. They sure don't. So, like, we're, we're not saying her shoulders and arms don't match her wig. Just that wig don't match her face. That's what I'm saying. This up, your hair, face, mouth, nose, eyes, all right, right here. That's where we're looking at for that part of beauty. We'll look at the rest of your body accordingly, but if I'm looking at your hair, I don't care what your shoulders look like. And I'm saying shoulders just to be facetious. <laughs> but, like I seen a girl with some pink hair. It sounds, it sounds bad. It sounds bad. Trigger alert, y'all. But she had on this bright, like it wasn't even like a dark pink. It was a bright pink, almost like a pink blondish hair. And she was like twice as dark as me. I'm like, that did not look good. She even had a cute face. Pinkish. Like a blondish pink. Mm -mm. I, I never, I, I can't even picture what that looked like. Well... Think about a strawberry blonde. It's kind of like a blondish with a little bit of orange in it. That's a strawberry blonde, but just like it was pink. Like she put pink highlights or something in some blonde hair. Okay. Like it just didn't look right. I was just like, that's not 
it, but I know somebody told her that looked good. Okay. But if she'd have had black hair, I'd have been like, I get it. That's what she's looking. That's what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Like I tell my sister all the time, she colors her all, all kinds of different colors. I'd be like, you look so much better in black. Your own hair. God didn't make a mistake. Please let him lead you because what you got going on right here. No. <laughs> I did be talking to but I'm just messing with it right now. But still though, like stuff like that, like in your company, like I believe that kind of stuff will make your employees want to, or employers want to fire you. I'm not saying they would, but they'd be like, no, she messed up one, one too many times. I think it's like if you are in a profession to where you deal with people, then yes, this should definitely be a dress code. But I, if you're in a back office somewhere stuck in a cubicle and you don't deal with the public, I don't think it should matter any. Maybe not. I agree with you because like you won't be representing the company, but... Yeah, then don't nobody, they're going to see you, talk to you over the phone. They don't know nothing about what you look like. <laughs> I get it. But I'm just saying, like, for me, I believe there should be some uniformity to some parts of everybody's life. Mm. I believe there should be a standard across the board on a lot of things. Some stuff you can step outside of it. Some stuff you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But I... People can say I'm wrong for being bald. Yeah. Why don't you grow your hair? Because I got a bald spot. That's well, so what? God don't make no mistakes. Just worry. No, just that's worry that's like, my whole point. Just, he made the bald spot, so I had to agree with him and you, finish it up. No, it means you just let the rest grow and let that spot be missing. <laughs> Just let that just be shiny. No, see, God gives you the opportunities to make decisions like for yourself. Like he gives you the opportunity to dye your hair? Yeah. Okay. He gives you the opportunities. Right, now, yeah. it don't mean that you writing your decision making. <laughs> but I'm saying, if he gonna take it away from you, don't fight it. You know what? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> okay, what about in your relationships? How in a relationship would your environment be bad? Like, what would be bad things for your relational environment that you would think of? I would say, like, if you weren't born in a house of affection and then you got into a relationship and you don't know how to show it, that could be a problem. Because that could be a very dry relationship. Mm -hmm. Because... People need affection. Right. They don't need it. They no, we need it. <laughs> need it. Do you think babies need affection? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And why don't that change for adults? Why do yeah, that change for adults? Grown. <laughs> no, the fact that we grown, we can tell you we need the affection. But that, okay, let me, it sounds like you're against it, so let me ask you. Well, I'm you. just, I wasn't born. I mean, not born, but I wasn't, like, brought up with affection, so it's kind of hard for me to be like, oh, <laughs> you know. Oh, come on. <laughs> you ain't got to go that far. But any, like, if this kid's, like, it comes natural, I guess, with being a mother. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to other people, it's hard for me, like, outside of my children, it's hard for me to give affection. Okay, how affectionate are we talking like if you wanted to do something nice for somebody I can still do something nice in for a, an affectionate way 
would you A, give a high five, B, just point, C, give a hug? <laughs> I didn't even get to get to the right C and D. That, like, that's it? <laughs> okay, so, I don't know. Me, personally, I believe that even if you didn't grow up in it, I still believe it can be a learned behavior. It is. So you can, it can be learned. I've tried. <laughs> Did you give up? I think for me, I think it's, it's very hard because, you know, just dealing with adults, you know, you when, just, I, when, I, when I see like, you know, people and they, and you, they be shifty, you know, and got certain things going on with them, it, it affects my my niceness and, and affection when I get bullshit. So it's like, hey, you know, it doesn't really, it don't flow out See, and that's like it's supposed to. It is an environmental effect. Yep, I because I grew up in an affectionate house, Ugh. and I am very affectionate. It just feels so gooey, you know, and mushy. It's supposed to. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, you know, God. <laughs> that is the point okay. to give you some ooey gooey feelings on the inside. I don't like it. it. <laughs> so you don't like feeling loved? I don't like feeling gooey. Wow. Like that's supposed to be your thing as a woman. Those ooey gooey feelings on the inside. No. Who said that? Nature. Who made that? Nature. A law. Women. No. All of y'all. Y'all are nurturers. Do men not feel gooey? Yeah, uh, we love it. That's why we like affection. Ugh. But we can't be that same way with each other. But we can be that with our woman. That's why we. That's one of the reasons why we get women, so we can get them things out of our system. It feels weird. I believe you. It's because you didn't grow up with it. But me, I am a hugger. I I don't care who you are. I give you a hug. Dude, do you know, like, when you're not an affectionate person, you're not a people person, do you know how hard it is to console people? I can imagine. Do you have to put your hand out? <laughs> like, you don't really want to touch it, but you got you feel like you got to do it anyway. That just makes people feel disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't pat him on the head. Oh my God, Lord have mercy. Me, I I find like on a bad note with relationships and an environment of how can with, mm, I don't want to bash women. I really oh, don't. Here we go. I don't. I really don't. Spit it out, Prince. Spit it out. I just want to know why y'all be doing unnecessary stuff to bother us. That's all I want to know. Nigga, why do y'all do unnecessary stuff to irritate the fuck out of us? Oh my god! I'm not even talking about nothing major. Ladies, I'm not talking about intro. In, the nerve. I'm not talking about irritating nobody. But when we be doing stuff, like I have had so many women, when I just be doing stuff and working and focusing and reading or something. They would just come by just to bother me. And I'd be like, hey, hey, what's going on? Man, like you bored or something? A little bit? I'm trying to work. Oh my God, I'm trying to work. Um, 
go get something to eat or go get to the store. Like, do something with yourself. You know, I can't just say, I just don't want to be mean about it. But seriously, I've no that. I know the fellas are understanding when y'all be doing stuff. They, like, they'll just come by and touch you for no reason. Is and, that, that's the bad thing? Yeah. Usually I thought that was like, oh, is it go time? And y'all ready, you know? Not when we working. When we working, we want to, like, like when we're focused. accidentally on. Oh. No, when we're focused on something we're doing, yeah, leave us alone. Leave us alone. That's what we want. That's what we want. I hate to say it, but I don't. Nobody worried about y'all. That's trifling. You're trifling. You're supposed to be worried about us. <laughs> but no, I'm saying, like, that's, just, that's a real question. I, I, I ask you all in the audience. The ladies, why do y'all just need to just interrupt him from doing stuff when he's focused? Now, if that ain't you, if it don't apply, let it fly. But if you know you're one of these women out there that be doing that, I just want to know why. I'm just curious. It's, it's a good question. Because they're not getting his attention. Okay, so... And when it's you, like, how you going to give that more attention than you give me? Oh, is it jealousy? It's like, yeah, really? You it's, know, I'll knock all this shit off. Is that really what it is? I, I think most of the time it is that when they come to bother you, they just want attention. Wow. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm just taking what it is. It is. Just take what it is. I mean, if I'm lying, let, let, let me know. It's just confusing sometimes because we be like, really like what you want. Like, what, like you don't want nothing. No. But man. Just googly googly. It, that's annoying, y'all. That's That creates bad environments because we just get annoyed really quick. Really? Yeah. What? Okay, what would be a good environment for you? Like, when the... And I'm not talking about nothing nasty, but when the mood is right, what's going on? Like it's silence. You good with silence? I'm good with silence. I like silence. Oh no. Yeah. Why? Cause I like silence. It sounds like just oh god. I talk silence. too much. I talk too much to do that. No. Silence. Uh uh. Uh uh. I like my alone time. That's what I like. Am I alone? I want silence. It don't have to be silent. I'm never silent in my alone time. And when I say my alone time, like I, I do a lot of reflecting and stuff. So I like I like silence. That's crazy. And I say that with uh, with all confidence. That's crazy. <laughs> like I could be in a car with folks, and if I turn some music, it's like why? Because you're supposed to have like, no, to like music. a lot of the times I do listen to music, but sometimes I need silence. You gotta focus that much. We gotta teach you how to I, drive. No, it's <laughs> not about focus. It's about just just wanting silence, calmness. I, honestly, my mind goes a thousand miles per hour. So sometimes, in order to slow that down and and just kind of decompress, I need silence. I might need to try that one day. Cause I, I do that, but I do that with music. Like I love music. If I want, if I'm angry mm -hmm. and I want to calm down, I'm gonna listen to some really happy music. You don't want me listening to no music if I'm upset. You see, that's the thing. If you can't decompress in your environment, that's a bad thing. If you have no quiet time or silent time to yourself, to where you can just, <sighs> just for like at least ten minutes. 
that's a bad environment because if not, you're just constantly tense. You're constantly, you know, you're constantly going. There's no rest time except for when you sleep. No, that's like prison. Hmm. Hold up. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. That's interesting because I've heard a lot of people talking about being in relationships is like prison. Okay. And I'm just like, how is it like prison? Don't you like have fun? You can have fun in prison. <laughs> okay, oh, don't you want to look at it in a good way? But if if your own mind is a prison, like you say, you just need to decompress and just yeah. relax. If your own mind, there's nothing outside of you that can make that better. So if you don't get your quiet time, no matter what happens, it's going to be a little bit bad. Not, not all the way. Huh. You know, and, See? and a relationship can be a prison because especially if like if you are with someone and things are just bad and you can't leave either because, you know, finances or you don't have family, you know, for whatever lack of resources and they won't leave. It's like you're kind of stuck into a prison in, in, in a confinement area with someone and it's very tense. I mean... I've seen examples of what you're talking about. Yeah. I have. I don't agree with it, but I do understand what you're saying. And you got to think about people that have children in these relationships. Mm -hmm. All and of them do. You know, and then you have to think about if you, you know, aren't a reckless parent, you're not going to just uproot them. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Without the resources that you need. Yeah. So, yes, it can feel like a prison on both sides for men and for women. And I would say most of the time for men because um, a lot of the times the men are the ones that leave the home. Like, what do you mean? Like, they lead a relationship or they just go outside of the home? Go outside of the home. Oh, okay. Like, are you talking about like to work or. Other I'm saying activities? like usually like the woman stays in that house and sometimes the man may not have the money or another home or resources to, you know, be able to leave. Or family. Okay, I see what you're you see. What I'm saying. So it can be a prison on both sides. You know, he like, damn, I'm trying to get away from her. Well, I've he heard, like that. a lot of my uh, people, is, well, all males, like a lot of them say that's like reasons why they stay late at work sometimes, or mm -hmm. like once they get off of work, they'll just be chilling in the parking lot for like two or three hours. Like there was one time when I was a supervisor where we we cut out at seven thirty. Mm -hmm. I come out after doing all my paperwork at the end. It's 10 o'clock and they still in the parking lot talking. I'm like, what are y'all doing? I feel like going home, man. Exactly. Like, why? That's where you're supposed to be. It, yeah. Man, it's... Tense environment. That's sad to me. I've never felt that way. Yeah. I've never... I've seen situations. I just never felt that way myself. Mm -hmm. I've always enjoyed going home. But my enjoyment is at home. Mm -hmm. Like, I have fun everywhere, mm -hmm. but I tailor-made my space to give me entertainment. So, if you don't want to go to a place that you make to entertain and calm you and give you your peace, that's supposed to be your sanctuary. Exactly. And why would why are y'all doing that? <laughs> and I think that's too why a lot of people, you know, look forward to going to work and they're like workaholics because their home life is like, nah, I'm, I'm staying, I'm going to work tonight, you know, 
They ain't trying to, they ain't trying to go home. You need to do overtime? Right. I'll right, make that money. I'll stay. <laughs> you know, like that's sad. Because your that is home environment hard. is a freaking prison. Well, what would, what could fix that? Like, is it like you said, just look, take your 10 minutes, shut everything off, decompress, like me, and even uh, the mother of my child, like, she would have times of, like, she would come to me and, like, okay, it's music time, keep everybody away from me, go lock the door, (laughs) good, I got everything outside of that door, you got it. And she would be in there for hours just rocking out to her music, whatever she listened to, I don't even know what she'd be listening to, Mm -hmm. but that's her time to just... Shut everybody out and it's just needed. decompress. For for men and women, I think, especially when you're in that type of situation, it is important to take some silent time so that you don't make things better while you're working on getting out of that situation. You have to take the time to, you know, meditate and just reflect or even make plans to what you're going to do in a, you know, a focused, silenced environment. That's... That's interesting. I know a lot of people that talk about meditating, and I've, I've I've done some research on it. I just I can't sit that long and be quiet. It it doesn't. It's not about the the timing. It's about well, not even the, like a ten minutes. I can't just sit in silence in ten minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh God. Like there has to be something. If I'm not gonna talk, I need to be listening to something. If I ain't listening to something, I gotta say something. You can Even if I talk to myself. You can do meditation with music. You can do meditation with nature, water sounds. Okay, because I would like need that. that. Yeah. I would need that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the stuff that I was looking at was just, you know, just silencing your mind and having a real conversation well, with God and just no. reflecting. I'm just like, that's not all, I can't all do meditation. That. A lot of yeah. meditation um, does have background uh noises silent you know that you can use they don't have voices over it but just sounds and they have a lot of different sounds see maybe if i do something like that i might change my environment Mm -hmm. and then they they Mm -hmm. even like say you know you can use those background sounds and put your own audio on top of it like your uh positive affirmations i am a man (laughs) i I am enough you know and that's funny but i think it's very important that you know, you have those positive things that you're feeding yourself with. You know? I absolutely agree. But I tried to listen to a tape with that kind of stuff on it. I couldn't do it. That's why I, I, I do it to myself important. anyway. Yeah, but, but it's important. I think it's important to use your own voice. Oh, to do the actual recordings mm-hmm. yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. I've never tried that, but like I've tried to listen. Like this dude gave me this affirmation tape and I was listening I'm just cracking up like this is like his voice don't I, do nothing but make me exactly. laugh at him and I think it's a lot more effective when it's your voice and see with me being the optimistic person I am I'm always telling myself I'm I'm the man I don't care what is going on I am good enough I say it almost every day and if on days where I'm not good enough I'll be like but you did your best boy you did it you did that <laughs> you know I, but that's just me so I get what you're saying I completely agree with that yeah. I just can't do it in silence like it just <sighs> like if y'all if y'all like could you take an hour long road trip with no music yeah just you on the road yeah but I'm not I'm, I'm not driving nowhere for no hour oh, it's an example that... I, don't, I don't like road trips we discussed this I know, but good lord, we just so did. But but you know, I have like driven around a city, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of clear my head. 
by yourself and by you myself. Have to win. Yeah, yeah, I did that. I've done that a couple times, but I was blasting some music. No. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I mean, if I do it, it'd be something soft. It's always something soft. Because when I'm listening to, like, you know, something that's a little bit more, uh, it makes my, no, I need to calm. You know, because like I said, with my mind going a thousand miles per hour, I have to bring it down. I need something smooth to, you know. Well, I'm glad you did it because a thousand miles an hour, you could crash. Yeah. And I don't want you to kill nobody. That's all I'm saying. I don't, don't want to kill nobody. <laughs> all right. Ooh. If you commit. I'm excited. I'm sorry, I, got a, I got a question. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious what you'll say. If you can make your perfect life, mm -hmm. what would that look like? Like, not necessarily for your family, but just for your area. What would be your geography perfect situation? Okay, so I would be like slightly rural. Okay. Like Choctaw rural. Okay. Okay. Um, That's and some I would, nice houses on Choctaw. It is. And, and it's not, you're not so close. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I would have like a garden where I'm like growing different fruits and vegetables. And I want to be like barefoot in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Just with the sun beaming. I can feel that. You know, I like just, being barefoot in dirt. <laughs> but you know, it's it's I just wanna be like one with like nature and and your surroundings. Grounded, yeah. Feeling would you have animals? Grounded. I think I eventually would. I would have to work up to that because I'm just not an animal or a pet type of person. But I would want to like if I could have like a small farm, that would be great. What kind of acres would you talk? Man, I don't know, but a lot though. Like do you want to be able to see your neighbors without binoculars? No. That's, like, that's some good acreage. Like, I want some acreage where, like, I can, like, have a little small farm, have a nice little pool. I can be shooting and I ain't got to worry about hitting nobody. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. Like, real royal, but not too royal. You know what I mean? Where your next mile is, like, five miles away. Mm. See, like, I, that would be amazing, but, like, but I'm a city boy. What's so. great about Oklahoma is that there's so many different rural Areas, yeah. Areas you can oh, yeah. you can have that, and it's not like a thousand miles away from the city. Yeah. Know? See, I need to be somewhat close to the city. <laughs> yeah, I'm a city boy. Sometimes somewhat close to the city. Not, not the city I want. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, me personally, if I can get me about fifteen acres, mm -hmm. fifteen square acres, that's enough space for me to get away from people. Mm -hmm. And have anything I want on there because I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. I don't need a man. If I became a billionaire tomorrow, I'll probably get a three bedroom house. Yeah, you know something, you know. but something like. And that's the thing. I'm not an extravagant. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, people get all this money. Oh, let me go get a Bentley and yeah. like, no, give me that Forerunner right there. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm not. I'm not a flashy type of person. If I had a million dollars, nobody would never know. Yeah. But you know what? I would have to. I would have to have a small waterfall. Yeah, I would like to be my, around some type of water, like a, a nice little lake, country house would be perfect. Well, I don't know, cause there's one like, on like headed towards Norman. There's this house with this nice little lake around it, mm -hmm. but it scares me because I be, like every time I well not every time but most of the time <laughs> I'll be driving by I'll be seeing stuff moving and I'm like. <laughs> I couldn't do that. <laughs> like, I'm not saying something's in there, but right, right. 
But that would man, be that not... would scare me. Like if I was just like looking outside and just right, like who ran across? We gotta go. Right, gotta go. But, but I wouldn't want to be that far out to where I'm like seeing all kinds. But like even if you Forest Park, you got dirt running across your uh, your your doorstep. Oh, yeah. So it's it's like regardless of where you go, you can you will see a dirt a horse or oh, something, yeah. you know. So but that's my ideal environment to serenity. So rural with a little bit of city. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would like rural inside of a city. That, like, like I gotta be close to stuff I wanna be close to. Like yeah. restaurants to, like, or Edmond, Yukon. You gotta go to like the you know what I'm saying? Those yeah, those, yeah, those yeah, those are perfect. Yeah. yeah. Actually That's not too far. I would say Piedmont. Piedmont is just outside of Edmond. But nah. man, there's some beautiful houses on some land out there. I just like, yeah, that's it. That's that one's for me. Like, mm -mm. oh, it's some it's some nah, good stuff. That's that's mm -mm. I mean, that's it's some good stuff. I that, bet it is. <laughs> what is that something wrong with Piedmont? We're gonna move on. So you wanna get drunk? <laughs> We're gonna move on. <laughs> okay. I just wanna get back to the kids for one second. Do you believe that, I want to say this in the best way I can without making anybody mad. Do you believe that giving them a leg up in life is good? Sure. When you say a leg up, what exactly do you mean by that? With your resources. I you think, helping them out. I think the kids that like, we like, have today I already have a leg up. <clears throat> so I mean the, the I agree with you. But, and, but see that's what I was thinking because the kids that I see out in the world nowadays do not give me hope for the future. No, not at all. Especially with the the disrespect, you know, the the violence, the the morals that they have, like this lack of—that yeah. is the scary part about it. So, and, yeah, and that's why I was asking. I'm like, dude, our parents and us make the mistake of actually, because when I was, was growing up, I was like, okay, I want to give my son all the stuff I didn't have, or I heard my father say that too, and I'm just like, no. I think that was a generational mess stuff up. Like that, when I said, like, I want to give my children the things I didn't have, that means I want them to have some good fresh clothes for school. You know, I want them to have, like, you know, like every other kid, they had a new wardrobe for school. Mm -hmm. They had at least a couple of tennis shoes. Like, stuff like that. Not like, oh, I'm going to get you all the Xbox games that came out. No. Well, it seemed like that's where it went. Like, it didn't have a healthy medium. It just went to extremes. Either they got nothing yeah, or they got everything. Right. Well, in my case, that's that's what I mean. You know, I don't think that I was too, um, you giving. know, giving with the boys. Okay, it's much worse with your girl. Yeah. I think I. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much worth a girl. The boys can take it and appreciate it. Yeah. And be, I believe when it happens to girls, the true nature of spoiledness and entitlement come out. I don't know. I, well, Caleb's a little upset, you know, because. And then Miko, because they was like, she got she got packages coming to her. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, look at her room. Our room never looked like this. And they was like, look how many, it's a toy store. 
in there and it's like first of all you know mind your business you know and it's like well, i had you i'm a young parent you know what i mean you're gonna you're struggling yeah you know as a young parent coming up try you know and then as you get more stable and you have another child it's like they they you know they kind of get more because you have more disposable income i'm not gonna I mean? lie to you i feel me go get them now <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because they be having attitudes when they come. Well, I don't have attitudes. I don't have attitudes, yeah. but like, hey, come on now. It's like you can buy whatever you want to buy for yourself. <laughs> it's not the point. But I'm, I'm looking at my sister and all the stuff that she got mm -hmm. going on, and I'm just like, right. I had to work for everything. Mm -hmm. And even when I work for her, sometimes I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand that they might not have just had it back then. I get right. it. But I didn't either. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is, that's, but in all honesty, I believe that made me a better person. Yeah. yeah. Made you work. Versus work these inside. children these days. Yeah. I'm not even going to say my sister, but she knows she in that category. <laughs> but I believe us wanting to do more for them than was done for us made them worse people. Worse small people? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's an environment. If you're getting the things you want, you don't appreciate the things you work for. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to pull back on the things that and you know, I, I, I do. Because, like, she's already right. She got $100 for her birthday. She's only seven. She accumulated all. I done had $100 for her birthday. <laughs> really? Like, you make me a dress for a lot No way. Give it here. Wow. <laughs> She's like, we're going to Wally World. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't. Mm. Not 100. I done gave her 20. No, she got a 50 from 180. That's so nice. I don't even know. I don't even do presents. I don't even understand how that's possible. Mm. But, you know. So he just on. I, right. mm, my son get 50. He gonna learn the true art of saving because he ain't gonna spend none of that. Oh. Uh-uh. Son, this is gonna be for something that I don't feel like buying later. Well, you that's what it's for. That. When she's like, oh, I want that. Oh, did you bring your wallet? You got, did, you bring, <laughs> did you make a pay for it? Did you bring your purse? Like, would you actually make a pay for it? Hell yeah, I make a pay for it. <laughs> she got it? <laughs> That's what you got it for. That's what the birthday money is for. She's supposed to save it till she 18. No, get what you want with that. I think that's kind of messed up. Whatever. I mean, I have you ever bought a $50 doll? No. Okay. Then she can, I, I she can pay for that. never will. <laughs> I don't do that. You, mm -mm, not, it can't be something that small. <laughs> if it's just a doll, you're going to go out of this real quick. Mm -mm. Now, this got to be a lifelong it's, situation. It's a, it's a, Lifestyle, you know, I believe that, and I bet it was beautiful, and I bet it was useful for a good two days. <laughs> okay, two weeks. All right, <laughs> but no, no, seriously, though, no. like what, like I believe we should stop doing that as parents. I believe we should stop trying to give them everything that we didn't get. It's like we're giving them stuff because we're guilty about not getting it as we grow up. 
And I believe that's making worse people. If people don't learn how to work for the stuff they get, then they're going to believe that they don't have to work right. for the stuff they be get. Handy to well, yeah, but even though, you know, the boys, you know, they they both work and they both buy, you know. They, they ain't got no choice now. You're a boy anyway. Get over yourself. It's your boy. But I feel but, like I'm going to have a hard time teaching the small one, you know. Well, I will tell you to be strong. <laughs> be strong. <laughs> Be direct. Be strong. Tell her. She's such a diva. You know? That she ain't getting nothing forever. Like, I will put she the forever on her. everyone is her personal servants. So, it's, it's going to be You know what? Hard. I actually kind of understand that. <laughs> you understand? I just started thinking about a few conversations me and her have had. Uh -huh. like, she thinks I, you I did, servant. I, I didn't have a choice. Right. But I'm a person who knows that I do have choices right. and they don't. Right. So, it was a good clash. Uh -huh. She's like, what you going to do? And I'm like, no, I'm not. And you're not going to make. What are we doing? Right. No, we're not doing that. This is my choice. <laughs> like, like, it was a, it was a fun fight, but it was a fight nonetheless. Right. Right. We got, we got to quit ruining our kids, y'all. <laughs> we got to, we got to make better people. <laughs> and it starts by making better environments. Yes. In my opinion, let's teach our kids more and structure them more. As in, they don't have to have everything. They, right. they need to learn to work for it. Work for it. Scale it back. <laughs> Minimal, not minimalistic life, but you know, not maximum life either. You ain't gotta have it all. Right. When it comes to your work environment, I do believe if you are not somewhat happy or enjoy the work you do. Now, I'm I'm also a man that would say, do what you gotta do until you can get something that you like. Right. Sometimes you gotta just be a little bit miserable, but I wouldn't recommend that over a long term. Yeah. When it comes to relationships, y'all, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. We got to work on our relationships. We got to stop caring about ourselves only. I, you take it too far. Now, when you say, what does that mean? Only? Yeah. Well, in my relationship, towards the end, when we started, once I noticed the drift and I I didn't want to fix it. I didn't care about fixing it. That's why I'm saying care about ourselves only. I only cared about what made me feel better. Mm -hmm. I didn't care about what made her feel better. That's why we kept growing apart. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's just a bad relationship, I will never say just stay. Try, but if it's just ain't it, it just ain't it. Right, and there's a difference between <laughs> giving up and there's a, a difference between just tired and you can't. It's difference, no yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, no difference. <clears throat> if, you, if you got a decent relationship, I, I would 100% say work on it. But if y'all hate each other, if one party is scared of the other for whatever the reason may be, step on the rapes. Step on the rape. Because I don't believe in people being in prison in your relationship or your own mind. God dang, let it go sometimes. Let it go. Bring it up from here. Out your heart. Let it go. Just throw it away. We appreciate y'all for joining us for another episode of PNP Pod Talk. Please hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Don't play with us. That's the least y'all can do now. Come on now. Quit playing with us. Peace. Yeah.